Okie dokie. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's the Double N Ben Variety Show. Welcome back. Another day, another dollar. How you doing? Whatever day it is you listen to this, be it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever day, whether you listen to this hungover, whether you listen to this if you're in traffic on your way to work or a divorce settlement or you're picking up your kids, who gives a shit? The point is, you're listening to it. How are you? What's the goss? What's been going on in your life? Is everything okay at home? It's very cold. Are you are you snuggling up to your loved ones in the warm blankets while you're watching Gogglebox or whatever it is you watch? Have you watched that new Netflix show, The Royals? It's so good. It's just the best show ever. I really relate to monarchies. Oh, yeah, by the way, happy 4th of fucking July to all my Yankee friends out there to America. Hope you're having a good one. I hope you're uh, cooking a few uh, uh, steaks on the barbie. I mean, we, we, we call it snags, whatever. I hope you're, you know, drinking a few beers. Sipping a few vodka sodas, you know, uh, you know, shooting a few guns, starting a few wars, uh, you know, uh, cutting funding to the public sector, uh, you know, taking away more of your rights. I hope you're uh, thriving as a country, you know, I hope it's been a good day. Anyway, you know, uh, what's been going on in the world? What's been happening? Oh, you know... I did a really weird thing this week with um, my Instagram. I was in the car. I was on the way to like um, a holiday house. And uh, I got really bored in the car. I was in the backseat, not really doing much. And I decided to um, do one of those things where uh, people can anonymously send you messages for 24 hours, right? I had a friend of mine do it, and I saw that and thought it was a really good idea. Until it fucking wasn't. Um, I posted it. Right, I posted saying, "All right, here we go. Send me anything you want. I don't, I didn't care what it was, whether it was like questions, uh, how you feel about certain things, uh, things you wish you could tell me, but you don't have the balls to say it. So, if you're a massive bitch and you don't have the guts to come up to me and tell you how you how how you feel, then uh, you know, now's your chance. I'm not going to know who you are. So, you know, I posted it on my Instagram story, and Jesus Christ." I'm never doing that again. That is a one-off thing. So you know what? If you're one of those people who sent a message, a question, whatever it is, I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted because guess what? It's never going to happen again, all right? Now everyone, for some reason, like, thinks I'm gay. Apparently, I'm gay now. I don't know because I said Dustin Poirier was hot. Are you fuck? Are you telling me you don't think Dustin Poirier's hot? Yes, he's hot. I'd go gay for Dustin Poirier, 100%. Yes, I know being gay is not a choice. Yes, all right, thank you. I have, I've actually, it's, believe it or not, I've actually, you know, used Google before. Um, so, you know, everyone thinks I'm gay. Apparently, some of you have sexual feelings for me. Uh, apparently, some of you have emotional feelings for me as well, which is... Very sweet. It just makes me feel so good inside. It just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy throughout this really cold weather. God, what a shit show Sydney is. You've been outside. Jesus Christ, it's pointless having an umbrella. You go outside. It's uh, raining. It's raining like sideways now or something. Like, I'm not kidding. The rain comes at you sideways. Uh, and then it's so windy as well that your umbrella flips upside down. It's a disaster. And meanwhile, you got all these goddamn influences in, in, in America, in Europe, and you're having the goddamn time of their lives. I can't talk. You know what? If you saved your pennies right, you would have been able to go overseas and have a nice, hot American summer. 
and en enjoy the uh, 4th of July and be a part of the uh, Civil War uh, that is about to commence because these fucking liberals don't want uh, Roe v. Wade overturned. I, I think it's time we start mass execution because they want to kill the babies. Anyway, um, yeah, so I did this anonymous thing. And um, I swear to God, I don't snore cocaine before I start this podcast. It's just how my brain works. Uh, yes, I do have ADHD. I do. And I can admit that shit. Um, anyway, and I'm able to stay focused, all right? Don't be mean to me. Some of you are very mean in that anonymous uh, question thing, whatever you call it. Yeah, because I have people apparently who uh, really don't like me, yet they still follow me, which I really love. I actually really like that. I don't know why. I just like it, people who are so emotionally invested in what I do that, like, I hate you so much, I'm actually going to, like, follow you just so I can get more angry. And it makes me just feel warm and fuzzy inside. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the free content, and I go to sleep in, at night reveling in your hatred. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, so that happened as well, but some of your sending me questions that you just know I can't answer. If I had published any of those questions, I would have been done for. Gone. I would have been cancelled worse than Kevin Hart. I'm, I, I'm telling you right now, okay? So that some of those people who are bringing shit up, who I went to school with, or there's some of my mates who are just asking fucking questions that I could not, could not answer... You know how I feel about those questions in real life. Just ask me face-to-face uh, because -face, I'm not publishing it on my fucking Instagram, okay? So, you know, and then people are asking me, like, you know, what are your most controversial opinions? And I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Say goodbye to that career of yours because, uh, you know, it's not going to be around much longer after you tell people how you feel about Ukraine and Trump. God. Uh, so yeah, I'm never doing that again. It was out of, it was done out of sheer boredom. Uh, you know, I hope you took a picture while, so it could last longer, whatever the fucking saying is. I don't know. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, I'm never doing that again. I can't tell whether or not it was a disaster or a, or a success. Uh, it, it, it just, you know, it was, it was weird and I'm never doing it again. All right. So, um, yeah, that was that was that was my week. You know, people really got to see the demons within me. So, um, yeah. See, I'm honest. I don't hide things. I'll tell you how it is. You know, shoot the shit. That's how we do it. Anyway, I really um, I really find it weird. With like, I just don't understand sometimes how, you know, you think, you know, you have someone in your life and you just look at them. And you just think like, you know, I really, really can't wait for you to walk out that fucking door so we never hear from you again. You're just a pest. You, you're malicious. You're terrible. You're just like, you're like a hemorrhoid that, you know, no matter what ointment cream I use, you just won't go the fuck away, right? And that is like John Barilaro, all right? Even when we thought, like, thank God he's leaving the country to go to New York City, you know, to get a fucking slice of pizza, um, the guy gets it through the most shady deal possible. He gets it through the most shady deal possible. I really gotta read this shit out, alright? John Barilaro, who hates koalas to the point where he wants them to go extinct, 
so he can do more land clearing. Hates Brumbies. Loves pork barreling so he can win seats. Cuts off funding to our electorates who have been affected by the bushfires. Uh, uses the terror police to uh, arrest journalists and people actually doing their job. He's a great guy, right? Corrupt as fuck. Just a really horrible human being, right? But he got set up with a great, cozy little job in New York City in the Big Apple. In the Big Apple, right? I gotta read, I gotta find a video for this. Where is it? Now, I know I don't really prepare this stuff because I'm just, it's me, you know? I'm just shooting the shit. Where are you? John Barillaro, New York. Where we at? No, I'm not listening to the project. Oh, I need the shortest. Where are you? Because I can't read out properly. Because, you know, I'm illiterate. As, I, I'm illiterate. All right, you know this, then, I, then I'm illiterate. All right, where is it? Where is it? Here we go. What's this? From the newsroom at news.com.au. Oh, God, listen to the Murdoch media. What am I doing? John Barillaro has withdrawn from his new role as US Trade Commissioner to New York because his appointment was a distraction for the government. Mr Barillaro's appointment, which would have seen him move into a $905,000 office, is the subject of an ongoing parliamentary inquiry and a review from the Department of Premier and Cabinet. The former Nationals leader withdrew from the job last night following calls to do so from Transport Minister David Elliott. Commuters will be hit with train chaos again today and next week, with industrial action set to cripple the Sydney rail network after the union rejected a government peace offering. A furious rail, tram and bus union New South Wales Secretary Alex Clarsons confirmed last night that the union would continue with industrial action that is set to cut train services to 30% on Friday and for at least two days next week. It comes after the union rejected a 260 million offer from the government to alter the mothballed new intercity fleet with Mr Classen saying the union would not embrace terms attached to the offer. Disposable coffee cups and Okay, I don't want to hear about you know, Queen. key cups and how to save the environment. You know, if you just recycle your coffee cups and you use a keep cup, you'll get 50 cents 50 cents off your almond latte, all right? It'll really save us from climate change. It's not going to do shit, all right? It doesn't matter how much you recycle. Yeah, I guess you can play your part. It's good. I guess you're contributing to society in some way. But, you know, you need bigger systematic action on that shit. Anyway, so yeah, John Barilaro got a cushy job in New York. Okay, let's read this out. Because that was, uh, you know, news.com.au being like, here's two seconds of us explaining what happened, which will tell you precisely fuck nothing. Anyway... All right, let's actually read this out, give you some detail. All right, the scandal over the appointment of former Deputy Premier John Barilaro to a cushy job as New South Wales Trade Commissioner in New York has been an unexpected gift from the, for the New South Wales opposition. Just 10 days ago, Premier Dominic Perrottet, who doesn't know what a condom is, was looking confident after a generally well-received budget that put extra funding for childcare at its heart. He seemed to be in with a fighting chance to win an unprecedented fourth term for the coalition in March next year. God forbid. 
Yet, I mean, God, if that happens again, I mean, you know, just God help us. God help us, you know. God help us. Uh, yet the Barilaro affair was swamped, has swamped all the Premier's careful budget messaging and reignited doubts about whether the relatively inexperienced Perite has the character to fill the shoes of Gladys Berejiklian, who quit last October. Well, I mean, you know, does he have experience in being a home wrecker? Does he have experience in giving uh, millions of dollars to uh, someone who he, who he was sleeping with? You know? Does he have experience in burning koalas alive and cutting uh, funding to the RFS? He looks like he'd do a great job. Um, Barilaro has now said he will not take up the job. Oh, well, that sucks. Isn't that a shame? How's he meant to get a nice New York slice of pizza? How is he supposed to get a nice photo on top of the Empire State Building? Uh, which comes with the $500,000 annual salary plus perks... Because his appointment has become a distraction for the government. Yeah, how did you think that was going to go? How did you think it was going to go? Barilaro has now said, uh, blah, blah, blah. But the decision to give Barilaro the job in the first place will remain a distraction because it has raised questions about the Perite's commitment to accountability, transparency, and getting taxpayers value for money. Well, turns out that was all bullshit. I mean, who could have seen that coming? I mean, state, uh, you know, Liberal Party in, 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 within a state government, I mean, wow, being corrupt, setting up shady deals. John Barilaro, like, how bad, like, who does PR for the New South Wales Liberals? I'm genuinely curious, because you had such, it was such a shit show with Gladys Berejiklian, you know, land clearing worse than third world dictatorships, uh, nearly making koalas go extinct, cutting like rural fire services, right? Which could have, if they had the proper funding, it would have been imperative during the uh, the uh, bushfires back in 2019, 2020, right? That was all Gladys Berejiklian's fault. So you've got this massive PR shit show. Then you've got John Barilaro, who literally like, crossed the floor to make sure that koalas weren't protected, created this massive infighting, uh, arrested friendly Geordies, um, you know, creates this, like, is corrupt as all shit, you know, makes the Nationals look like absolute ass. like, they're, they're already terrible, but somehow John Barilaro just broke the barriers and made them look even worse, I don't know how he did it, but he made Barnaby Joyce look more impressive. Um, he's able to do all that, and then he resigns because Friendly Geordies, rightfully so, takes him down. And then Dominic Perrette, who like is gonna like who will not get any like I don't know how he's gonna get votes in like like particular seats in New South Wales because you know he's so. And he's so religiously focused. He, you know, obviously anti-abortion, doesn't believe in gay marriage, uh, thinks, you know, welfare leads to divorce and, you know, uh, broken home, broken homes, right? You've got this guy, but he comes and saying, we're going to be transparent, we're going to do the right thing, we're, you know, we're definitely not going to, you know, we're going to use your taxpayer money for the proper thing, you know, for, for, for proper resources that this state so sorely needs. 
does all that, and then he gives a like the like a guy who was a PR nightmare secretly sets up a job in New York to become the New South Wales Trade Commissioner, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" He ret- I thought he retired from politics. Why is he doing deals with the New South Wales government? Ever it, it's a shit show, and now they've got this on their hands. It's a dis- I mean. You know, it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's like, how bad do you want to lose? How bad are you trying to lose? Because Dominic Perrottet knows that he's not popular amongst the youth, if you will. So, you know, what does he come up with with instead to make himself look good? We're going to be accountable. We're going to be transparent. Yes, we need ICAC. I'm not going to be like Gladys Berejiklian where I get sent to ICAC and be exposed to being a corrupt cunt. Uh, we're going to use your taxpayer money very well. We're going to you know, invest in public resources. But, you know, you look at New South Wales public transport. Uh, there's a strike every month, twice a month. Teachers are going on strike. Hospitals are underfunded, all this stuff. He's not even, he's not, he's the exact same as Gladys Berejiklian. He is the exact same. There is literally no difference. No difference at all. He's just carrying on the legacy of corruption. And it's like, you had the, like, you had the chance to at least, just, just by a slim margin... By maybe a slim margin, you just get in next year with the, the election. It's next year, right? Yeah, next year in March. Next year in March, right? But oh no, you just had to create a PR nightmare and just... It's like, dude, why are you giving the mo- one of the most corrupt people in Australian politics a job through a corrupt deal? Why are you doing that? How bad do you not want to win? How many votes do you want to lose? Apparently a lot. It is honestly just... It, it, John Barilaro is just one of those guys where he's like, you know what? He lo- He's just... He, it's like you treat him like... Uh, you know... It's like he got caught sleeping with the CEO or someone in the higher-ups, and then it gets exposed, it's a PR nightmare, and you just fire him and wipe your hands clean, condemn it, you'd never want to hear from him again, you know, you have sensitivity training within the company, you release public statements, you talk about how transparent and accountable you're going to be, wipe your hands clean of him, you don't want anything to do with him, but, you know, they get a sweet little uh, chunk of that uh, cash money when he's uh, New South Wales tra- Trade Commissioner in New York, okay? That's how it works. There's no difference. There is no transparency. There is no uh, honesty that they, you know, said they were going to do. They are not going to properly, you know, they're not going to push further for a uh, state ICAC, right? They're not, they're, this idea that they say, like, we believe in a state ICAC, it's all horseshit. Because they know it's going to get him into some deep shit. That's, that is the truth. Okay? Why would you give him a job? It's ridiculous. Makes no sense. Anyway.
I have to keep this one short because uh, we've been going over an hour. We've been going over an hour recently, and it's just uh, a little bit too long, so we got to cut it short. we got to cut it short. All right, let's move on. Let's carry on. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. So, let's move on to the uh, the questions. Let's move on to the questions. Let's make this one short and sweet. All right. How do you deal with the major betrayal and explosive breakup when you have to see that person on a regular basis? How do I process all the lies? Ooh. Oh, Jesus. This is going to be a long one, peeps. Settle in. Smoke them if you got them. Pop open a bottle of wine. Pour yourself a glass. Kick your feet up. Get your bong. Get your heroin needle. Whatever you got to do. You know, sit back. Relax. It's uh, it's story time with Double N Ben. All right. I'm 24 years old, female, familiar with all sorts of unsavory behavior. Father had an ex with BPD. What does BPD mean? I'm too stupid to understand that. What does that mean? BPD. Borderline personality disorder. Oh shit. Oh shit. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's a lot, man. That's a lot for you to deal with. Okay. Um, father had an ex with uh, BPD in his life for 10 years. Friends had a, a, abusive exes. I myself experienced a string of pretty bad situations. Manipulation, emotional abuse, etc. Are things I think I'm able to spot by this point. I hadn't really been in a relationship for the last three years. I've spent that time working on myself and being comfortable alone. Well, good for you. That's good. It has worked uh, pretty well for me until I met my co-worker. Oh. Uh-oh. He's 22. I know the old saying, don't shit where you eat. I very much agree with that, but this is a low-stakes retail job that I was planning to quit anyway. Well, all right, you 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 were aware that like you know this job doesn't really mean much to you. You found a guy you were attracted to. You were uh, you're on your way out, and uh, you know you didn't give a shit. You weren't like Gladys Berejiklian, where you were uh, trying to uh, stay in uh, your job as long as possible, but you know you just couldn't uh, conquer that horniness. Uh, unfortunately, two days before the explosive breakup... Wait, 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 wait. You, what about the details of, of uh, you know, you two, uh, how you how it all went? The first date. I want to hear the, the, how, the setup before the ending, you know? I want to hear all the, the details. I need some context. Um, unfortunately, two days before the explosive breakup, I was promoted, and I can't turn down that opportunity as I needed the hours. It started in March... He'd make me uncomfortable with little things, trauma dumping on me at work, a place myself am somewhat vulnerable. We happened to get along very well, had a lot in common, and talked frequently at work until we started texting in May. I only ever wanted to be his friend. Um, I did feel bad for him. He made it seem like no one in his life cared. I know that's alarming behavior, but the manipulation was so subtle it went under my radar. Wow. Some pretty deep shit. Uh, Around May 16th, 17th, we began texting in an intimate, personal way. It was nonstop, all hours of the day, 
And I did feel a little suffocated at first, but I enjoyed talking to him and felt okay with it. This progressed to phone calls, hours long, hanging out multiple times a week, sleepovers. He started to buy me things and I felt really uncomfortable, but after a month of frequent talking and hanging out, we made our relationship official. He showed me the gifts and favors were okay because I was his woman now. Yeah, any guy that's coming up to you saying like, you're my woman or anything like that, it's, it, nah, dude, that's, that's, that's fucking weird. That's, uh, it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's just him being like, you're mine and you're no one else's and, you know, he's going to shower you with all this bullshit and these nice dinners and, uh. All this fancy horse shit, but, uh, you know, he, it's it's a tactic for them to, uh, you know, uh, make you turn the other way with uh, all their fucked up behavior. All right? You got to look out for that shit. Uh, two days later, he accidentally told me he loved me. Accidentally? What did he do? Was he, were you too banging? And then it's just about, he was just as about, he was about to, uh, you know, come. He just went, I love you. I get it. The climax makes you say weird things. All right? I get it. I get it. He's a young man. Uh, I take that very seriously, but I felt if I didn't say it back, it would hurt his feelings. Well, why would you ignore your true feelings? Don't ignore your true feelings. If you don't feel it, then you don't feel it. It's okay. I had so many discussions with family and friends about what love is and why I couldn't say it. I finally started to, and he cried with happiness. He made me feel loved, and I did love loving. Wait, I did loving things for him. Because I felt I was getting it back in some capacity. In retrospect, it was love bombing. There you go! There you go, he's love bombing you. There you go. You say it yourself. See? You're, I, I, think you're, I think you're a lot more smarter than you make yourself out to be. But, you know, maybe your emotions sometimes get in the way. You know, it happens. I get it. Um, he would say things like how he manifested me and had been dreaming about a person like me for eight years. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, buddy. Yeah, okay. This is, uh... This is, uh... This is not good. This is like when, um... Your uh, friend's driving too fast down uh, a street and you're telling him to slow the fuck down. You won't slow down. Next thing you know, he's, uh... You're waving the pinky finger, like in those ads. It's going to be an absolute goddamn disaster. Um, he told me ad nauseum how his feelings for me were unconditional, that he wasn't going anywhere, and that I was made for him. I was uncomfortable, but he reassured me that there was no pressure to say these things back. He justified it, saying he had feelings for me since March. In hindsight, he was emotionally preying on me from that time. Okay, I liked him a lot. Um, and the rush of this new relationship was intoxicating. Ah. Oh. Fuck, my nose is itchy as hell today. Um, the only problem is, the only problem is, is he had this ex. They broke up in February. I had already heard his side of the story at work months prior. She one day came to our workplace and told him to kill himself to his face. Wow. Okay. Right. Right, okay, so uh, this is where he's, uh, she's made him feel very insecure, and uh, he's trying to, um, he's using you to uh, make himself feel secure, okay. Definitely no red flags here with this guy, uh, he came to my place after work that day and was very upset, she began to call and call and he turned his phone off, I experienced very similar behavior with my dad's ex-girlfriend for years, and he betrayed 
her to be that same type of person. Without any context and to make him feel better, better, uh, I said he shouldn't listen because anyone who would do that is a joke of a person. Our relationship continued. It was getting serious fast. And then Wednesday night, I got a Facebook message from the girl asking if I was with him. I blocked her immediately and asked how she could possibly know my name. He, sim- she's, he simply said she was resourceful in a bad way. Come to find out. Oh my God. Where is this going? This is this is like uh, Jesus. This is like um uh, y- y- the goddamn Titanic. You're hitting the iceberg. The, the ship's sinking. They're playing the violins. Everyone's falling off. Everyone's dying. Everyone's drinking alcohol. They're drinking themselves to death. People are killing themselves with guns. The ship's sinking here. Um. Thursday, he leaves my apartment after sleeping with me at 11:45 a.m. I love how detailed she is. It was 17th of May at 11:45 a.m. It's like. You're not writing a fucking crime novel here, okay? Unless it gets little, literally turns into a crime, then all right, I'll, I'll take my words back. But it's, you know, I get it. You're detailed. You're organized. You, you, you're a lot smarter than me. Don't listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible when it comes to organization. Sometimes, all right, not all the time. I mean, well, I, okay. Let's. Who, who am I kidding? I, I, I forget. To, I don't even prepare certain videos that I'm meant to play during this podcast. All right, I got to look it up and waste everyone's time. All right. Uh, when he gets to work. The girl is there. He sends me some vague text, and I know something is wrong. It's 2 p.m. He says he's left work. Today I found out the excuse to my boss he used was a family member dying. Oh, what a piece of shit this guy is. What kind of... I mean, Jesus Christ, what kind of person would do that? That's 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 just... That's just dirty. That's fucking dirty, man. And we will break up... Oh, wait, 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 wait. He, and he says he will call me at 3 p.m. I am extremely worried. And I, I tell him I feel like his ex came to work and we will break up because of it. He says, we're all good, promised. He's just so overwhelmed with how amazing I am and how crazy his life is. Oh, my God. All right, you got it. All right, it's time to jump. The, 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 the fucking plane just... Uh, the plane's going down. All right, the plane's... Uh, the, the engine exploded. Uh, everyone's uh, embracing their positions. And uh, you have the only parachute. It's time for you to open the door and jump the fuck out of the plane. All right, this, is, uh, this isn't going to go well. He is me. He can't talk because he's violently shitting. Wait, what? He is me. He can't talk because he's violently shitting. Hang on. Alright. So this guy's texting you while he's got aggressive diarrhea? I don't know how you wrote this, but that's my impression of the situation. Wow. Okay. So you're dealing with a crazy ex. Uh, You're dealing with someone love-bombing you who also has uh, explosive diarrhea. Well... This one definitely sounds like he's the guy who's going to be the father of your children. Um, I then get an Instagram message from a side account of the girl that is very vulgar, saying she hopes she tastes good, that he's not shitting, he's with her. I think you meant to say uh, he tastes good. Um, I call him and it's true. She screams at me, calls me a variety of horrible names and words. It was so bad I was in shock. I asked to speak to him privately, and he tells me he never loved me. What the fuck? Uh, but it was a good time, and I'm a cool person. <sighs> Jesus Christ. 
Wow. Okay. That's weird. That's, um... Okay. This is the most cool shit I've ever read. Um, a bunch of garbage about how he's sorry. He's a piece of shit. But he feels awful. But he truly loves her. He's getting back with her. And basically admits to manipulating me to fill a void. Oh. <sighs> yeah. You got used. You were a rebound. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Alright. It's going to be a long... My answer's going to be long to how you should deal with this. Look, I'm no therapist, but, uh, you know. Been there, done that. Uh, he admitted to talking badly about me to her, telling her my name and communicating with her after telling me and showing me he'd blocked her. But apparently only one number. Wait, 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 wait. He told you this shit? Now, why would he tell you that? Why would he tell you that he's, you know, talking shit about you, you know, telling all this stuff about you, you, you know, you, all this private information? Like, this guy's a fucking. I'd call this guy a nutcase, but it'd be an insult. It'd be an insult to nutcases. This guy is an absolute. Like, he's a fucking monster. The guy's a monster. He's nuts. He's not even nuts. He's just. He, he's just a horrible human being. And. uh... Wow, I can't, it's, I, why tell you that? I have no idea. I asked to speak to the girl and I apologized to her for what I said and she apologized to me. I tell her that I want to know the truth about what happened because she deserves to know and she agrees. She then realizes she, he was recreating his relationship with her, with me, and that he was lying to both of us and making us both seem unstable and insane. She admits he's strangled her as recently as November and pinned her against a wall. Oh my fucking God. Dude, this is, dude, this is grim. What kind of monster would do that? What, what, a, what a fucking animal. Um, her family forced her to leave him in February. She says she wants to come give me a hug. At this point, my best friend is present as we had plans and I'm very grateful she was there. They arrive at my apartment, and I meet them down in the parking lot. She gives me a hug and apologizes to me. I give him his shit back in a bag, and I'm talking to the girl, asking if she is safe with this guy. She says she's 90% sure. He continues to say things like, there's a monster inside of me. I'm garbage. And my friend steps in to shut that down. I tell him to look me in the eyes as I explain how he betrayed me and hurt me, knowing my past, and he feigns some empathy. At this point, the way he's looking at me Makes me want to say I love him and I realize how manipulative he truly is. Oh my god. Okay. I speak to him I speak to him privately and he begs for a hit of my vape. <laughs> I just need a hit of that strawberry watermelon man, that HQD stuff. Please, please. I need that nicotine, you don't understand. Um he is crying and telling me if it didn't work out with her, then he would try again with me and a bunch of other BS. I wanted to believe it, and the way he looked at me almost convinced me. Oh my, no, 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 cut off the cancer, walk, walk, get out of there. Our communication dragged on for a bit, and it was simply bad and guilt trippy. Uh, that was Thursday. I came back to work today, and I was okay. I haven't had to work with him yet. Uh, I will. I will choose day and I'm scared. I've never imagined myself being in a situation like this before and I feel and I feel like he turned my world upside down a bit. 
I don't want it. I don't want to let it break my confidence. I was happy, even if it was fake. It's just hard to process the lies. I've experienced all sorts of issues in relationships down to coercive sex slash uh, SA. I don't know what that means. And this somehow feels worse. We spent so much time together that he was a regular part of my life and his absence is noticeable, even though I wouldn't want to be with someone like that. We had a five to nine hour long phone calls all the time and it was honestly all consuming. I don't know how I let this happen. Thank you if you read this. Wow. All right. Um, okay. All right. I need a goddamn hit of my vape. Just listen to that. God. You know... Um, okay, here's what, here's what you, um, here's the thing, um, it's good, I don't want to say good, it's very, I would say it's actually very healthy of you to admit that, uh, you know, you have come from an unhealthy background and you've worked on yourself, all right, now, I, you shouldn't feel bad for falling for this kind of guy because he he just sounds like uh, he just sounds like a monster and he just sounds like a massive like dickhead and people who are that good at being dickheads are masters of manipulation they're fantastic they tell you stuff that you wish you heard when you were a kid uh you know because clearly you, you, your father figure maybe had not given you that when you were younger when you needed it most um you know, you've uh, experienced emotional abuse and manipulation, which is horrible. You know, that's, um, and it, it's really, it's great that you, you know, you went to therapy over that, you know, because a lot of people don't and they end up, they end up in an endless cycle of, uh, you know, unhealthy relationships and, you know, uh, abusive relationships with other people. So, um, you know, um, I would say that, uh, you need to completely cut this dude off. Like I'm talking, it's probably, this is probably going to be a major step, uh, you know, you didn't, you don't even, you know, you, you don't even love your job really, this retail job that you wanted to quit anyway, and you're only taking the promotion because you need the hours, uh, I think you can, repl- that, this job sounds pretty replaceable, it's not a, it's not your career, like it's not what you, it, it doesn't sound like it's truly what you want to do in your life, um, and I would, do whatever it takes to exit the situation. Uh, I'd probably warn your workplace, whoever's in charge. I'd probably tell this, tell them of this guy's behavior and what he's capable of. Uh, you know, just in case. Um, <clears throat> you should also consider changing your number. Uh, if he has keys to your place, I'd probably change the locks. Um... And I would stay in communication with this other girl to make sure she's safe. Uh, Jesus Christ, I am not qualified to answer any of this. I am not qualified to answer any of this. This is, uh, wow. This is pretty, this is pretty dark. This is, uh, I'm just an arsehole who has a podcast. So, you know. Um, you seem like a really sweet girl who unfortunately, you know, has 
uh, given yeah, you've given your heart to the wrong people in life, and that happens. It's happened to me. Uh, it's happened to plenty of people that I know. Um, but it, <clears throat> you're not really going to understand this right now. But it's actually a blessing for you in disguise. Because in the future, you're going to know to look out for this shit. I really think it's going to take... This is a situation that's going to make you realize that, like, you know, you just can't... You can't have these kind of people in your life. And, you know, uh, you got to stop fishing in the same pond. Because uh, that's what I... I had to stop doing that at one point in my life. I realized, like, okay, I'm... Uh, Throwing my fishing rod and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the line in uh, the poisonous pond where all the wrong fish are and I'm um, catching the wrong fish. So I, uh, you know, eventually realized I had to take my uh, fishing rod out of the wrong pond and uh, go somewhere else. And that's uh, what you got to start to do. Uh, yeah, but I would, I would completely ghost this guy. I would never speak to him again. I wouldn't even look for justification from him. This guy is a fucking lunatic. Uh, he sounds like a monster and he's probably going to end up in jail one day and you shouldn't have to deal with this, <clears throat> um, you know, he's, he's lying, he loves, but anyone who's like love bombing you, being overly nice, trying to tell you what you want to hear, you, you got to get rid of those people, because they're just, there's a lot of, uh, trouble, they're bad news, there's a lot of trouble underneath, you know, so, um, yeah, I would, uh, I would probably run, I'd run, uh, quit your job, f go work somewhere else, I know it sounds like it's not fair that you've got to quit, but <clears throat> it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, the idea of you two working together again and even being face-to-face -face is a terrifying prospect, and I don't even know you. So, yeah, I would say keep going to therapy. Uh, I'd be single for a while and maybe really figure out deep down why you allowed to uh, stay with this guy. Uh, I'd really figure out why, what triggered it, what was it about him that you gave, you know, made you gave into him, give into him, I should say. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I would, um, I'd run away as far as possible and really cut this guy off as best as you can because this is, um, it's a scary situation. It's a really scary situation, and uh, yeah, I think um, go get a new job. Go get a new job. You, you, it's such a replaceable job, you know, you tell people what you, you know, you just, you can, you, whatever you do, when you go to find a new job, you gotta warn your boss or whoever's in charge about this guy, okay, because he sounds dangerous and he's terrible and that's what I would do, that's what I would do, alright, this guy's not your pro, you, you gotta, you gotta cut him off and whatever shit he wants, to, whatever, however he wants to guilt trip you and tell you about, oh, I'm going through this, you don't understand, that's not your fucking problem. That is not your problem, all right? That's his own shit, and you shouldn't have to deal with that, all right? So, um, yeah, you got it. It's good that you're aware of uh, your flaws because guess what? No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, I've made terrible fucking mistakes in my dating life, like you know. But you need to go. You need to make those mistakes. You need to, all right? <sighs> well. Jesus, that was a, God, that was a grim episode, wasn't it? Corruption, psychotic boyfriends. Anyway, all right, that's the episode. That's the podcast. Uh, send your questions to bensbilledoutlook.com. Uh, I'll see you kids next week. Have fun. Stay safe out there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Don't drink and drive. And uh, yeah, much love to you all. 
I'll catch you next week. Stay safe out there. Peace out. Uh, I'll catch you later. All right. Bye.